This is Teresa from Santosha Yoga. I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mindful, Mindful Moments. Moments. everyone, this is Teresa from Santosha's Mindful Moments and today I am here with Debbie Kowalski, one of our yoga teachers and we're just going to get to know Debbie a little bit more. And what I'm finding with these interviews is people that I've known eight, nine years that I'm sitting down <laughs> and interviewing and I'm finding that oh, I don't know you as well as I thought I did. So I have a funny feeling this is going to happen with Debbie. So welcome, well, Debbie. Well, thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, tell us a little bit of how you got into yoga. For me, it started more with my uh, physical therapy career, uh, the kind of the whole mind-body um, health benefits of exercise and activity and just core work. So I got into actually Pilates first. Um, I had studied and did training in 2003 in Pilates and became certified in that. So as um, I started doing a little bit more of that, I started at a kind of a personal training studio teaching a Pilates class that a girl from the same training had invited me to sub for her. So I ended up taking over her class eventually. And as I was there, they had um, other community classes available and yoga was one of them. So the Pilates class that was at the community center, I would sub for occasionally and they would also have a yoga class right after. So then I would just stay for the yoga class. So it worked out well to just start having my own practice that way. And um, as I started to do more of the yoga, I found I enjoy that part of it. And a lot of Pilates is actually based on yoga as mm -hmm. well, yep. brought into yoga. Yeah. So we um, learned about some of the similar poses or similar movements. Um, so Yoga Fit was a training program that I was interested in because it's a scientifically based training program and um, worked well with my health professional background. So I did the training there to get started in it. And then you came to Santosha. I remember specifically the day you came to Santosha <laughs> to talk to me. We were in the original location. Yep. And I remember where we were sitting and you knew my cousin or my cousin? How did that work out? My husband found out from a relative of yours that, that you opened a studio here. I had just finished at the personal training studio in the summer of 2009. So I was off for till the end of the year, hadn't decided to go anywhere else. And he told me about that, so I popped in and met you, took a few classes, and we talked. And I think we liked January 2010, I started teaching here. There you go, because <laughs> we opened in October of 2009. Right. So technically, you've been here from the beginning, and yeah. no matter how much we try, we can't get rid of you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I keep bringing in more. Um, <laughs> Debbie has one of the most abundant toolboxes I know mm -hmm. as far as um, techniques and tell, tell me some of the stuff that you do and you I, I know for a fact that you incorporate it in your classes too and you do give um, some of the most original and amazing workshops that we have here so tell mm -hmm. us kind of the, some of the stuff you do how you incorporate your classes and then we can talk about some of the workshops too yeah um, kind of a, a lot of it has evolved um, a lot of the different continuing education I do for physical therapy blends very well with um, yoga and the fitness world and since I um, enjoy kind of doing the mix of both I kind of tend to go more towards those types of continuing ads so a lot of the fascial work has been more recent um, more of the um, exercise and 
um, just kind of hands-on modalities, hands-on techniques was all before that, just to hone my skills. Um, but more of the fascial stuff has come in lately, and then getting more involved in different aspects of yoga. And that's been interesting to work with as well. Explain to us a little bit more what you mean about the fascial aspect. I, I mean, I understand, but a little bit more right. about the fascial aspect. Yeah, it's the way that our body has a system within us that will um, support us and also create enough hydration in the body that we move well, and we lose that hydration just from normal aging and movement. So we often want ways that we can help to improve that. So our yoga and our um, exercise and our kind of massage techniques, things like that will help it. But then we can also do some of these self-treatment things that improve the quality of the tissues so that our movements are improved, our flexibility is improved, and just our muscle, muscle efficiency is better. I mean, in the past you've had workshop where you've used the rollers, where, mm -hmm. where you've used the, um, the balls. Um, I, I think we can give them a plug. Tune-up fitness balls, we'll give them a plug. Mm -hmm. um, we just bought a bunch for the studio, and just for the few classes that I've tried them with my students, lots of oohs and ahs in a good lots way. Lots of oohs and ahs in a very, very good way, yes. In a good way, lots of, lots of releases. Yes. And then you brought that, and you've incorporated that in, um, I'm laughing because you have, um, the purple balls. What would you say the size of the purple balls are? Maybe um, nine inches. Nine inches. When in Debbie's Tuesday night, Debbie teaches here Tuesday nights at 5:45. It's a Pilates yoga fusion, and then she mm -hmm. teaches Thursday nights at 5:45 hot yoga class. But once a month for the the Pilates fusion, she has what's called ball night. Ball night. Ball night, where mm -hmm. she brings out the purple balls, <laughs> and they love it. They yes. love. They look forward to. Uh, to ball night, so that's yeah. why I'm laughing. Yeah, last year we did uh, use the tuna balls, and we had that with those kind of fascial ball nights um, right. for uh, once a month in 2018. So then 2019, now we've done um, the purple balls, which are kind of spongy balls that give us more instability in some of our um, positions. So it creates a little bit more core work, a little mm -hmm. bit more um, body challenge. And so watch be, or be looking for what will be my once a month activity for 2020 coming up. Can you give us a hint or is it a secret? It stretches. It stretches. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask <laughs> what you're going to be using to get us to stretch. Um, it stretches. It stretches. <laughs> it stretches. Okay. okay. That's all she's okay. going to say. That's it. That's it. We can't, if you want to know, you got to come 2020 to Tuesday night. That's right. <laughs> um, Debbie also does. I think this was our third year we did with you did with the AMP, the Anatomy and Physiology. Was second year. Second was it the second? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've always said, as a business owner, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. Anatomy, mm -hmm. not one of my stronger points. I mean, I find it intriguing. It's interesting, but. We brought Debbie in, um, this was the second year that done, we've done it, and we brought her in for the one-on-one -on -one contact teach, part of our teacher training for anatomy. And it just, your knowledge just amazes me, and uh, the students were all saying that they want to be you when they grow up. <laughs> and I says, well, how many years you've been? 26? 24 as a physical therapist. 24, so it's all you need is 24 years right. to study, practice. to practice. Five years of study before that, <laughs> and then 24 years of practice. And that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. Um, and continued home study, self-study, and, and all those. And that's the one thing that yeah. I've always admired of you is that you're always doing something to keep yourself up-to-date, fresh, current, and and it's all for the benefit of the students. Yeah, I don't know it all either, so <laughs> no, I, there's mm, so much out there. No, that's what I, I, I tell the teacher trainees, and I know for a fact, um, I mean, I did an online course during the summer that was like a 36-hour course. I'm never, and that's what, um, 
that's what excites me about the, the business of yoga mm -hmm. is because there's always something new to learn. Oh, absolutely. And that's what, it, it, ne we're never going to get bored. And there's always something exciting new and learn about the human body and, and the human soul. So, mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about, if you would, share us a little bit about your your hubby and your life, your personal life, a little bit. Or um, oh, let's let me back up. Where, where were you born? I was born in Detroit. So I grew up, um, started in Berkeley, and then most of my childhood was in Sterling Heights. Where in Detroit were you born? Well, one of the Detroit hospitals. Oh, uh, St. John's. Mount Carmel Mercy. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is now. I think it turned into something else. So I don't know if it was Hutzel or Harper, one of I those. I have no but. idea. And then from there you went to Berkeley. <laughs> Berkeley is where I, yeah, I was young and I uh, had to share a room with my sister once my younger brother was born. So then the house got too small. So we moved to Sterling Heights, Sterling Heights. and that's where I was until I moved out to after I got married. Okay. Yeah. And you met your husband, Tim. Yep. At a um, my part-time job at a grocery store, Far Farmer Jack. Not anymore. Yeah, we met there. and. Um, ended up dating for about five years before we got engaged and we um, got engaged so that we could get married right before I started PT school because I had three years of prereqs and the PT program itself was going to be two and a half years and it's not something you want to have a wedding during uh -huh. so it was either going to be get married before or get married after so we set everything up to get married before so I took my finals I got married 10 days later and I started the PT program 30 days later and see and this is something I didn't know <laughs> about you I did not that is also romantic I know I know but how many years later but now it's 26 years 26 years later yeah. with Tim so yeah. obviously yeah. everything is working that's out right well. and it's one of those things where it's you know somebody close by we only lived um, like I think it was 1.2 miles from each other we used to ride our bikes over to each other's houses when we were dating because oh we were that close that yeah. is that is cute that yeah. is kind of cute <laughs> that is cute so um, you took you, you you mentioned that you took the original yoga fit training explain to me a little bit about how that works isn't it like a module type thing yeah they're more modules they have levels of training so let you start with level one then as you get down the basics of level one they want you to do some community teaching a like community service type teaching no charge and that gives you some practice and it also gives you feedback and you submit that to then um, just be more available to start teaching and that and then you can take the other levels from there to add on to your pose knowledge, your background knowledge, all the other parts of yoga that are brought in. And now they have so many more specialties too that they've brought into it where you can study trauma or um, fitness or health or um, specific to kids or geriatrics. So mm -hmm. there's just many different avenues that you're available to take study. And I even did their sweat, yoga fit sweat, <laughs> which is their hot yoga version. As um, so. just a little side note here, Debbie, because the massage rooms are being taken and that's where we usually do the recording for this so Debbie and I are in the practice room right now that is being heated up for the hot yoga, for the class, hot yoga class. class that she's going to be teaching a little bit yeah so, so we're warm and toasty we're and it's a very cold <laughs> Michigan day right now so we're very warm and toasty as you can't see it but I've been taking off layers of clothes as we've been talking um, so what is your favorite pose in yoga what's one of your favorite poses um, for me, one of some of my favorites are triangle and half moon because every time I get into those, I create that little bit of internal expansion within my center and in my spine, and my spine pops in the most wonderful way mm -hmm. and just releases all that kind of stuck tension or compression that has built up through 
whatever time whatever time period prior to that. Mm-hmm. So those are my couple favorites because it always creates such a big uh, kind of feeling in my body, Opening. sensation in my body. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. are your your ones that I won't say let, let say least favorite? What are the ones that are, yeah, I can kind of sort of? Well, I've always had most trouble with the forward bends, not necessarily so much the hamstring flexibility portion of it, but more that um, low back, having that increased arch of the low back so that low back tissue doesn't stretch so well for me going the other way. So uh, those poses that tend to be a little bit more restricted. So um, splits or some forward bends that tend to be ones I don't care for as much because they've been harder, but I'm getting better at them because okay. we have to practice. It's, it's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what it is as a practice. Um, I'm bouncing back and forth between yoga and, and your personal life. Go but, for it. Okay, she thinks. You and your husband have an interesting, I think it's an interesting, I don't know if it's a hobby or what you like to do with your nephew. Trivia? Trivia. Yeah. Yes, yes. We play trivia. We've been playing and we were on and off and lately we've been playing a bit more. Um, we found a restaurant that in time of day that works for us. So it's one of those hosted nights and we go um, after I'm after work hours and we play and they have different themes or different categories and sometimes we do really well with the categories sometimes we don't do so well but yeah I can always be um, count on for the anatomy questions the science questions I, hope, I <laughs> certainly hope so some of those kinds of things are yeah we all have our little bit of strengths in that but again you you are and you can hit me if, if I'm offending you, but I, you're an, an anatomy nerd. You love absolutely, yep. and it shows. I mean, when you teach it during the teacher training, when you incorporate it in your class and in workshops, you can tell you love you love what you're doing. Um, so, talk a little bit about the, the whole um, Tom Myers and his his theory about the anatomy trains. Yeah, they talk about um, when we took dissection, like anatomy, human dissection for PT school, we cut right through the skin and went to right to the muscles because we wanted to know what this muscle is and where does it start, where does it end, what nerve supplies its function, what does it do? And all the stuff that was between our skin and our muscle, we paid absolutely no attention to. So the uh, Tom Myers is one of the people that has done a lot of dissection of the tissues now that um, connect our muscles with others to each other. So he has found ways that the body's connected from head to toe and from skin through the insides of us in different layers and in different ways. Um, so his dissections will show parts of the body where muscles are connected on the back of us from head to toe and if something in one area is affected then it affects everything along the way. So how uh, restriction in one spot, um, maybe your plantar fascia, your bottom, your feet, or your hamstring, or somewhere might give you a headache because these tissues are all connected in the same chain. Um, so yeah, I've studied that. I did one of the workshops through, or trainings through, um, someone that studied a lot with him, and it goes about and teaches, and she does a fascial kind of class for yoga or movement professionals. So I had done some extra study with um, that kind of training. And how that ties into yoga is, is, is what you said. You know, if the, the students in a, a certain kind of pose or asana and they're going, oh, my neck hurts, that could be coming from the foot or the lower leg or my shoulder hurts, that can be coming from the hip. So mm-hmm. we, we tend to forget that everything's connected. It's like that. I think it's called right. the kinetic chain or kinetic energy. Am I correct with that? He calls them meridians or meridians. myofascial lines. Right, yeah. but it, it's yeah. it's everything's connected to everything. Mm-hmm. So that's when we're in our pose, when we 
when we stress to the students, we encourage the students to feel the entire pose. Right. Not just, you know, it's not just this left foot or right foot or the top of the body. You have to feel the entire pose, the entire body to experience it, the entire pose because that's what we're opening up is the entire body. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's, what, that's what's interesting about that is that it, um, during teacher training, Penny, or Penny, um, Debbie brings in the book um, Tom Meyer's book, Anatomy Trains, The yeah. Anatomy Trains, and he, she passes around the handouts to the students, and it's just, they're actual, they're from cadavers. I mean, it's right. just the pictures of his dissections. It's not gross yeah. or anything, yeah. so if you want to look it up, it's not gross, but it's just, you see this, it's just like a body stocking. Mm -hmm. It's just really, really interesting. And then, um, if you really want to get into that more, that connective tissue, that fascia, there's a little clip on YouTube that you can go and watch called The Fuzz. What's his name? Oh, gosh, he's drawing. Is it Schleip? No, the guy that does the, the fuzz. Right. The fuzz speech. The fuzz speech. Is what it's called. I can't remember his name. I went into the melt training with Sue Hitzman because she's another um, big name in that kind of industry and she came locally close enough here to be able to attend a training and so the melt method was another way to enhance that fascial system and bring in more hydration mm -hmm. to the body so that the body has the ability to um, expand and release and move as we need it to. So her techniques went from our hands up through kind of the chain of our upper body and our feet up through our lower back and kind of releases those areas mm -hmm. and then moves into some of those roller techniques that also um, creates that um, hydration effect in local areas. Would you say that it's similar to getting a massage? It would be just a self way, a self care way of doing right. this. And they recommend maybe 10 minutes a day is a great way to have that little bit of self care. Maybe you feel a certain area of the body that needs that attention that day and that's what you go for. It's just, it's, it's, it's the practices, it's the way we can practice yoga off the mat. You know, mm -hmm. we do our practice on the mat, but then there's, there are ways that we can keep open and supple and, and flexible. And right. the other thing, too, is we have to remember is, to, is, is well, you're sitting with a bottle of water. Yeah, hydrate. I have a cup of tea here. Mm. But it's hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah. It's we've done all this good work, and then we become dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that, that's what helped. Oh, that's, who's that? Uh, oh my gosh, see, you get me excited. Um, <laughs> the book, the book about the, um, we were talking about it last time you were in teacher training with show, showing the, um, oh my gosh, the elderly. The postures. The posture. Ceramics, osteoporosis. That's it. Mm -hmm. That one really excited me. Mm -hmm. Tell me, ex ex tell us about it. Yeah, there's a physical therapist, her name is Sarah Meeks, and she has done much study with um, the body and osteoporosis. So her exercises, her, her whole um, study is through things that are beneficial for osteoporosis, what to go to, what to mm -hmm. stay away from, and um, how to make some of these postures that our body adapts over time improve. So her book, Walk Tall, has many techniques or exercises that you can do that are just simple ways to start to stretch into a more open alignment or more upright alignment again because gravity is always pushing us down mm -hmm. and making us more rounded. Um, so coming out of that is beneficial for everybody. I myself have unfortunately have osteoporosis and I do have osteopenia, which I'm not really excited about, but I do believe my yoga practice and everything else I do helps that. Mm -hmm. But what really fascinated me about the Sarah Meeks, this, this, her philosophy, her technique was in this, the book, the training manual that you took, mm -hmm. it had like before and after pictures. Right. And these people that she were work, working with, these were like 
85-year-old. These were older people that time has structurally changed their bodies. Exactly. Yes. But what was fascinating with some of the examples, some of the after pictures were like one or two treatments or would you call them treatments? Maybe it was like three or six months down the road okay. even of doing these little techniques that are exercises. That's that a, better, will, a better word. Yeah, will just kind of change some of those postural problems. But you can see their shoulders just naturally pull back or they become taller. Much more or, lifted. Or they don't have so much of a curve or rounding. Right. And that's, it's another reminder too that it's, I asked you this again the other day, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. So if we're at a point in our life and we say, oh, I'm too old to do this or I'm too old to do that, it's never too late to, tra to, to change the shape of the body, to right. change the structure. Again, it's consistency is the key. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what fascinates me the most is because a lot of us, we get stuck in this, um, you know, this, this woe me, I'm this age, so this is what I'm supposed to be and I'm not supposed to be mobile. And well, my mom had bad knees, so I have bad knees. Correct. Or yeah, yeah. whether it's hereditary or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's it's fascinating because yoga doesn't put an age limit on it. Right. You Just because you're a certain age, you know, we, again, we have the chair yoga. We have all the different kinds of, of different types of classes for people as mm -hmm. we're sitting here sweating, waiting for the hot yoga class. <laughs> but when people call me up and they ask questions about yoga, and it's they'll say, well, I'm, you know, I'm 50, I'm too old, and I'm going, oh my gosh, no, you're not. Right. It's so for those of you that are listening out here, it's never too late. It's never too late for you. It's never too late for your lo loved ones. It's never too late. I, I, I guess I get excited about that, don't I? That's good. I guess That's so. Good. Yeah. I'm rubbing off on you. In a you good are way. in a good way. You've always <laughs> are. In my next life, I'll start my A and P earlier. Okay. Okay. All right. In my next <laughs> life. Um, Recently, you offered a um, Tai Chi class, which was well-received. And again, that's another one of those things that you just, oh, by the way, I took a Tai Chi training. That's right. And you cracked me up. <laughs> and that went really was really, really well-received. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the trainings, again, that I lean towards um, in the physical therapy realm is more of the fitness or mind-body sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And I'm fortunate to be able to take trainings that are um, covered by my employment and um, so they they act as continuing education hours for uh, my PT license so they offer Tai Chi for rehab Tai Chi for um, balance and strength so that people with falls people that have issues with their um, strength or their movement um, can benefit from this Tai Chi so I took their their certification training um, in two years ago in January and then I've been practicing a bit since took another training along the way last summer to get a bit more kind of familiar with it myself and feel ready enough to uh, take on a little workshop and teaching here so it was fun doing that it was completely different than what we do in our regular yoga class but the um, students enjoyed all the time that we we took doing the, the Tai Chi and the different forms that we learn and for those of you who have been inquiring, yes, we're going to offer it again. It's coming back. It's coming back. We'll put the word out. It's mm -hmm. coming back next month, January. January, yes. Yes, this soon. is December, isn't right. it? Right. We need to get the word out Very soon. sooner than later. <laughs> um, you, in addition to the yoga fit training you took, what, three years ago was it you took the uh, training? 2016, yeah, three Two, years ago. Okay. Yeah. You took another... Yeah, I had done different levels of the yoga fit, and then they, their 200 hour, you had to go through 
probably maybe, I maybe did half of their 200 hour for Yoga Alliance um, through Yoga Fit. Um, and none of the other ones were coming into my area, so I took one of the local teacher trainings for yoga that was uh, vinyasa based, since I'm teaching all the hot vinyasa classes and mm -hmm. such. So I was able to do um, their 200 hour training program to um, expand the vinyasa program and the more of the yoga techniques or philosophy that maybe I hadn't had yet. Through Yoga Fit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, to, to say that you're knowledgeable is an, is an understatement, an understatement. The teacher would um, do the anatomy stuff and she would check with me and make sure she was telling the class right. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I don't know. And she would her. ask for, yeah, comments or... Well, and then it pointers. was very respectful for you. Yeah. It was very respectful for you. Yeah. But, and again, when you come in for the teacher training, uh, did, I, you know, our students do an online course and you do a wonderful job of taking the contact hours and, and lining them up with what they're learning online also. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, I, I could never teach what you're teaching. You're doing an amazing job, so thank you. And they all yeah. love you. Everybody yes. loves you. That's good. Yeah, they have so many local trainings that are great for um, adding to our yoga knowledge. So mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, um, I did Doug Keller. He's a big mm -hmm. anatomy into yoga yeah, I've um, done, type I've of person. Been his. Um, Tiffany Crookshank, she's a lot with anatomy, but I did her myofascial immersion. So her four-day training was specifically on using the balls, using the techniques for those fascia places that the oohs and ahs come from. Okay. Good, so, good oohs and ahs. Good oohs and ahs. Good yeah, we call it the helpful places, yes. Yeah. Um, so I did, yeah, four-day immersion with her, and this past Summer, I did a five-day immersion with Lizzie Lassiter from um, the restorative yoga world and so that's not something I had explored much and she was all the way from Austria she came in from Austria um, pregnant with twins six months pregnant with twins oh gosh that's right and she uh, came here to teach us her mom lives here her mom with Judith Hansen Lassiter right. is the big person in restorative yoga so she's taken over a lot of or continued on that path and does a lot of the teaching so when some of these interesting um, well-renowned people come especially in our area um, I just dive right in and go learn from them and then and then you should one way or another, you share That's with right. us. Bring you it do. In here, yeah, little ways. So, going back to the fact that you are a physical therapist, and if you can tell us a little bit where you work. Yep, I work in Shelby Township. Um, there's the big medical mall at 23 in Shaner, so I'm in there on the first floor. I'm actually um, a physical therapist with a group of orthopedic surgeons there. So it's the um, Associated Orthopedists of Detroit. They um, have a big orthopedic practice, so we see a lot of their pre- and post-surgery clients mm -hmm. is our most clientele. Um, Team Rehab is a big therapy company who now manages us for the doctors, um, but we're still considered sort of the doctor's um, rehab facility. So we have um, ability to see people from those doctors as well as anybody else that comes from another doctor that may need physical therapy. So in other words, anyone listening, any one of our students, if they are in the need for PT, they can get a script, they can come to you. Correct. Okay. Guess my husband did. Yes. My husband went to you, yeah. um, one of our other students who's recovering from surgery. She's starting with, well, I think probably more than I realize. Mm -hmm. Students have I've come had a few, to uh, several other students yes. have come. Yeah, yeah. So even their students' children. And I, yeah, I hope I never have to come <laughs> to you. No offense, but I highly recommend if if any of you guys are out there that in our need for of, of a therapist, Debbie is just I think you're extraordinary, just extraordinary. And I'm just, I'm not just saying that to be nice to her. I really mean it. So. <laughs> right. So okay, 
what is the what's some of the best advice that you've ever received? Probably mostly on the lines of just um, finding your own voice or listening to that inner voice. Um, I always tend to be independent. Even as a child, I was independent. Really? I, would I know. Never, I was, I was a yes. middle child, so I wasn't the oldest, I wasn't the youngest, so the middle child, you know, you kind of have to just fend for yourself sometimes. So Is that why we get along? Independent. Because we're both middle children. <laughs> that was the way to go, so yes. Okay, Deb, now we're going to do some would-you-rathers. Would you rather be able to take back anything you say or hear every conversation around you? Ooh, take back everything you say. Okay. Because it's, it's like everything on the World Wide Web. You just, once it's out there, you can't take it back. Sure. I would want to know what everybody else would say. All right. I'm going to ask you this question, but I have a funny feeling I already know the answer. Would you rather be too busy or too bored? Oh, of course, too busy. Too busy. <laughs> <laughs> the days of boredom are a wonderful sprinkling in along the way, but yeah, definitely no, give me some things to do. You, I think you get your energy from your energy. Absolutely. Absolutely, which is, which is a good thing. Would you rather be given a lifetime supply of delicious food or books? I'd have to say books. I'm not a big foodie. I don't eat very big meals, and food doesn't really excite me, so I'd have to say books. And I have so many books that I've bought and intend to read, and so many that um, I've started and just haven't gotten all the way through, but yeah, I could have, I could have all kind of books. I think, I think that's a yogi's occupational hazard. Probably. Because all the yogis I talk Probably. to, we all have many books and many stages of being read. Right. Yeah. And none of them are fiction, just right. enjoy reading books. Right. They're all learning knowledge. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I read Teach a, me something new books. What did I read recently was my, my first fiction book. Oh, my daughter-in-law had given me some books for Christmas. And over the, the, the oh, we went on vacation. I read probably two of the first non-yoga related books that I've read and I can't tell you how long, long time. and it was fine but it's like I like to learn I like to, right. I like to have that no. and now it's the nice home studies that you can do like the um, new one I'm looking at right now is auriculotherapy which is how our whole body is represented by our outer ear and how you can use points on the outer ear to manage or improve maybe situations happening in our body. So that's my new 2020. Well, and just a little side note here, after this, after this interview is over with, Debbie's gonna play with that. Yes, We're Teresa's gonna, gonna be my guinea pig. I'm gonna be her guinea pig. people to practice on. I, I'm fine with that. All right, let's do, let's do a couple more, a couple more. Would you rather, um, we already did that one. Would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Peace Prize winner? Nobel Peace Prize winner. Why not? Why not? The athletics, though, was in my past. That's how I got into PT, was um, track running and um, the years of shin splints that I dealt with and mm -hmm. having to self-manage. So that's kind of where the PT realm and self-care had come from. And see, I didn't, I knew you were a runner, but mm -hmm. I didn't know that's what led you to PT. Yep. And now you're helping everybody else. Right. All right. We're gonna do so I still enjoy yeah, teaching runners because I have done runners and, work runners and walkers workshops here, teaching them better form and ways to care for their bodies so that they can prolong their ability to walk and run for longer and have less stress and injury. With it. 
and again, just going back to you know what we talked about earlier is that we have we have the power to more or less heal ourselves, right? And we just have to put the effort forth to do mm -hmm. it. And Debbie's got lots of tools in her toolbox to help us do that. All right, one more. Okay. Would you rather lose your vision or your hearing? I'd say hearing. Yeah, I think I'd still want to see everything. And if I didn't have to hear it, I could read, you know, what it, there you go. What it means. But there you go. Yes. Okay. Well, that wasn't too bad, was it, Debbie? That wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. That's what everybody says. Oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. And then before you know it, we're talking. That's right. Debbie, thank mm -hmm. you so much for allowing me to interview you. And thank you for being part of the St. Tosha family. All thank right. you for having me here. Okay, Love thank it. you. Okay, we're going to go play now. Okay, okay. we will. All right.